<laughs> I don't know. Maybe I that's maybe know. that did the trick. I don't know. Could be all that chicken sausage just scarfed down my face. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting it pretty close to the uh, start time. Yeah, I was moving a little slow. It was a uh, bill paying day, my least favorite day of the month. So I was doing that at like five before I should get my workout in. Still working out? Still working out, man. Hey, I got to stay sane somehow in this fall. What are you doing? What's going on? Um, I was telling Adam this past weekend. So my parents have a Peloton um, and that you're able to have like multiple different logins. So they made me a login so I could do like the Peloton classes for free, which are pretty sweet. So they've got oh, nice. like body weight, cable workouts, um, high intensity interval training workouts, different things like that. So, uh, so there guy, I did two yesterday. I did, a, um, cables with like, uh, bands, whatever you call them, resistance bands. Yeah, and yeah. then followed, like that was a 20 minute workout followed by a 20 minute high interval training workout. And I was dead, like literally laying on the floor after. So they're, they're <laughs> legit workouts. I guess that explains the exhaustion in your voice. Yeah, that could, that could be it. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Sounds pretty intense though. And you said there's like unlimited accounts, like you can make. Not limited, but like it's, you can yeah, make three, multiple three accounts. Three per like um, bike or three okay. per like whatever. But they, they sell the app. Peloton's not paying us, so let's not give them too much free yeah. advertising here. But they, they, I'm pretty sure that they sell like if you want just the app subscription, I think that's an option. I don't know how much it is, but because those bikes are like $2,000. It's ridiculous. Well, it was a uh, pretty slow news week, so I don't really know where. I think we got some good game. topics. I mean, I think we all kidding, know, you idiot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think we all know where we need to start. Somewhere in the middle, postponed taping, and uh, we did it for you, the listeners. And now you can get our our recap, the most important uh, segment, post debate recap you'll hear in the industry. So, I, I should have sent you some clips, Tyler. I had some good like audio clips, not of the debate, but like of reactions to the debate. The debate. Um, but I don't know how to but do that. But you didn't. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. What do you mean? Well, I would I would imagine they're all pretty similar reactions. Whose reactions? Much... Well, so one of them was the only thing I could think of as the debate ended. Do you know the Happy Gilmore clip where he tells the story about the lost puppy? And the <laughs> oh, response yeah, yeah, is, yeah. I feel dumber yeah, for listening. Billy, Billy Madison. Billy yeah. Madison. Oh, yeah. that's why I couldn't Billy find it. Googling yeah. Happy Gilmore. It was Billy <laughs> Madison. You're right. And that's all I could think of after I watching you 90 no minutes. Yeah, with no commercials. Have, I was like, I feel dumber for watching that debate. May God yeah. have mercy on your soul. Like it, it, it's, it started off like, okay. I would say the first 10 minutes or whatever. Um, and then just got off the rails. And like by the 45 minute mark, I was like, do I just turn this off? Because yeah, like there's no point. I don't even know what I'm watching. I mean, it's, it was mildly entertaining, but it was as much annoying as it was entertaining. I was catching myself literally going like this. Cause I was it, uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh yeah. Watching how, like how it bad was this was. Worthy. Like was, I've I, not, felt, I don't know I've, if I've ever seen a live TV event that I've felt embarrassed for on my couch. Well, that's pretty bad. <laughs> I uh, I said th this this will sum up how we all feel uh, this morning. I mean, like if you ever like, I always laugh at people because I, I I do like you know, 
I do kind of laugh at people who, you know, are so fixated on Trump that it consumes their lives. And, you know, they've, they've said for the last four years how embarrassed we should be as a country. And I, I think they're a little bit exaggerating. But last night, that debate, I mean, that was nothing short of embarrassment, just complete and utter embarrassment. Like, we should be fucking ashamed that that was the presidential debate that we had to watch. That we've been waiting months for. Yeah, I thought it was going to be good. Dude, <laughs> I thought, I it, was thought it was going to be entertaining. Yeah. But at the it same time. fucking brutal. Are we a little, are we that surprised that Trump, I mean, I, I don't have, I didn't look at any clips from 2016 between him and Hillary. I'm not saying they were that cringeworthy because I watched all those debates. I don't remember being that awkward and no, feeling he, he was pretty He was pretty like sh- good on his feet in those debates. Like I remember multiple one-liners. Yeah. That, like, I, I he guess said that were like the crowd. You're yeah, right. Yeah. I guess what I was, I guess what I was thinking though, he still had his moments when he would just be, like instead of instead of like pretty much when he did the entire debate last night, there were times during the Hillary and Trump debates where he would give instead of giving like an actual thought out plan about what he would do in a certain scenario or based on health care or, or abortion or, or anything that they bring up in the debates. I still remember plenty of times when he just wouldn't answer the, like, you know, and this is normal because they usually will ask a question and they don't always answer it. But I feel like there were still plenty of times in 2016 where he just uh, completely avoided the question and would just go right at Hillary, but not to this extent. This was, this was a whole nother level. And, and I think you guys summed it up right there. It was, it was just extremely cringeworthy. And at one point you're looking at your watch, like, Oh my God, there's still like 45 minutes left of this. Yeah. Honestly, Trump fucking blew it. it this, this, I, for me, like it wasn't that hard of a job for him. You know, I thought it was more of an uphill battle for Biden to like, you know, show those people who are undecided, like, hey, you can have faith in me. You know, but Trump, I, I feel like there are a lot of people who are just like, dude, please just give me an excuse to vote for you because I yeah. don't want to fucking vote for Joe Biden. And he did the complete opposite. He just said, okay, this is why I'm not going to vote for him. Because this is the kind of shit that, you know, he can't help himself with. Yeah. So if you were to be like more specific, what parts do you think made him look worse to potential voters? Was like Uh, over speaking? uh, Yeah. Yeah. The utter disrespect he had for Chris Wallace. Yeah. He he honestly didn't interrupt Biden uh, that often. It was more him just talking over Wallace. And it's like, dude, like this guy's just trying to do a job. Like, you know, have a little fucking respect for the guy and like, don't, you know, just completely bulldoze him and talk over him. Yeah. Like he's, he's just trying to keep things civil. Like I I don't, I don't totally have an issue with like those two Biden and Trump interrupting each other. It was way too much. It was to the point where you couldn't really understand anything that they were trying to say i mean, I mean literally dude they weren't even letting each other finish sentences and for I the know. most part it was it was biden who wouldn't even be able to finish a sentence before like having trump bring up a totally different topic in his ear yeah 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 and I mean, and, and, and the talking over thing like that's obviously not to the extent that we saw last night but that is something that does happen quite a bit in these debates like someone will try to finish a point they'll be like oh well that's not true here's why and it will happen but not nearly to that extent it seemed like every single question that chris wallace asked 
you know, whether usually it would start with Trump, Trump would say something and Biden would start going. And then he literally, like Jared said, he literally couldn't get his thought out. And for Biden to be that focused on trying to remember I know, right? exactly what he, I, I was saying the whole time, he's like, Biden's probably been rehearsing a lot of this shit for weeks. And he's just doing his best to just remember everything. And, you know, the entire time Trump is just in his ear, just constantly repeating the same. Like, I think there was a, that one of the instances that was probably the most cringeworthy was when they brought up Hunter Biden. Yeah. And like uh, three were, times. And, and, and Trump like kept saying cares, like, man. like he took three and a half. Yeah, right. I mean like whatever, but it just came up and Trump would not stop saying like the three and a half million dollars that he got or you take, I don't even know the whole situation to be honest, but he just kept saying it over and over and over again. It had nothing really to do with the initial question. I don't even know how they got there. And it, it was just so off the rails like, like you said, after the first 10, 15 minutes, it just was completely off script. And it was just, it was really hard to watch. I, I, I can't imagine that like Trump got guidance on, uh, Hey, this is how you need to conduct yourself. You know what I mean? There's no fucking way. I mean, I'm sure they said, Hey, be, be you in a debate, right? Be aggressive. Like he was in yeah. 2016, but it was just petulance. Like it was like, dude, this isn't, a debate anymore like this is just bickering and like it looked like two kids it literally yelling like at each kids. other yeah and like honestly for me all he had to do was like not be a complete fucking asshole bully and i think he would have won some people over because biden every time he talked like he struggles man yeah he, it's just him he's fucking he struggles he cannot articulate most things that he says yeah and like he's, well he's wishy-washy on a lot of issues that i thought trump could have got him on and trump just goes in these different directions and talks about like his uh you know whether he was first or last in his class in college yeah like, how ridiculous <laughs> was that fucking scene cares dude yeah Who like don't use the cares? word smart around me like oh my now, god now i will admit like he, trump got me to fucking laugh out loud multiple times and so i, I can appreciate the again humor, it wasn't but... it, there, there was no short of there, there was no shortman of entertainment i mean i'm not saying it was it definitely wasn't much trump's CTV. faces are the best to me it is it's funny because you, ha you have the split screen and you hear yeah. and you see biden talking and you see trump just and like you see trump just, <laughs> he'll just, just be like this this fucking guy and the, my, my favorite is when like he'll He'll wait for his pauses. He'll wait for Biden's pauses. And he'll just like say a little thing in the mic and then back away and then <laughs> go back, say a little thing. Wrong. Then just keep, yeah, just wrong. wrong. <laughs> just like keep going. Like he'll wait for those pauses and he'll just you throw just it lost in there. The, you just lost the left, Joe. You just lost the left. <laughs> oh, he said, he said that a lot of times. Yeah. So, so, yeah. And I think especially, and just to close out my initial thought, like as with all the shit going on in, the, in this country right now, like we, we've eclipsed. 200,000 deaths for COVID people are jobless. Uh, that, that plan that I sent you guys, like the, the proposed Corona bill, the hero act or whatever that, that, that they, they didn't come to an agreement today. They're at the table again. Nothing happened. Like there's so much going wrong. And, and, and that's what we had to watch. That's what the American yeah. people had to sit through and say, wow, these guys are supposed to get us out of this shithole and they can't even have a cohesive debate. So yeah, give okay. us your grades overall, Adam, and then we'll go to Jared. Uh, a through F. What were the performances for <clears throat> President um, DJT and VP Joe Biden? All right. So for grades, I mean, overall, I'd say Biden won. And as far as a grade, I would give him, 
I'd say a C plus. I'd say a C plus and I give Trump like a, an F. I, I would give Trump an F. And I think mainly because, I mean, I, I was thinking about this the other day. When, when I think of the earliest debates that the, the earliest debates that I remember watching, like probably the earliest debate I remember watching like vividly was the Obama Mitt Romney debates in 20 and 2008. And I just remember like that was really, like I said, the first time I started paying attention it, it just seemed like, and, and again, th they would argue and bicker at times, but it was never to that extent that we saw last night. It just like, they looked presidential. They acted presidential. Yeah. And then you see this, I mean, as, as much as Biden struggled to articulate himself and was very vague about his plans for, you know, things about, you know, really to COVID healthcare, whatever, he still looked presidential. Like he was looking yeah. the camera in the, he was looking he right at the camera. Trustworthy. He was trustworthy. Exactly. He was talking to the people directly. I mean, again, there was really no substance to anything he was saying, <laughs> a lot of trigger words, but he still like seemed presidential. So I give him a C plus. Trump just looked like a fucking child and that, it was just embarrassing. So is, I give him an F. I mean, I, I think it was, all, Trump did not have to do that much to win that debate. I don't like think. He literally just needed to not fuck up. And, yeah. and all he did was fuck up. He shot himself in the foot. And by in some people would say, you know, some, I read a couple things, I think on the Hill, like there, someone wrote an article or whatever, or, or something like that. And they said like, no one really won. So in that case, Biden wins. Yeah. Because we already knew right. what Trump, I, I, we, I we all know what Trump won. is. Trump right. lost. Yeah. Trump lost. Like, like nobody wins, but Trump loses. But if I do grades, Biden a C plus, Trump a Does Biden F. not look, dude, like he just got resurrected. Like, Dude, I, looked, I honestly think he is, man. He's like, like drugged up. I'm not even trying like, to be I, mean to him, but it looks like the kind of things you see in funeral homes. Like that's how his yeah. face and skin look. Yeah. I, I, like I, he looks embalmed. Yeah. It's he terrifying. Looks like just, he's, he just stood up out of a casket. Like I want to say like, like dude, everyone makes fun of Trump being the evil orange man. It's like, dude, don't be afraid to like, throw a little color on there like get a quick <laughs> we can spray see tan. through your skin right yeah. now. nothing wrong with a little orange maybe a little tan but all right Mo, what do you think well, before i give my score what did you guys think of his um comments around what did he call the white supremacist the something boys oh, we'll get to that we'll get to that yeah we'll okay get to that. okay um so so i think my scores are pretty in line with adam but i'll give different reasons i'd give biden uh, probably, probably a C, maybe a C minus, um, same exact reason. And I thought he didn't have any moments where he had like viral video worthy gaffes, which is good. I was expecting some of those, mm -hmm. but 90% of what he said was just noise. It's like, dude, you, how do you come into this and not have a plan to say, here's what I would do different when it comes to COVID. Like, and he, did, and how, he didn't say a fucking thing. No. Like, how do you not have two or three bullet points ready for that? Right. So I'd say that's why I'd give Biden Trump. I'd give an F minus dude, not, not just for his behavior, but I wrote down some notes of everything he attacked Joe Biden for. It's almost like he's trying to portray Joe Biden as this like socialist boogeyman. Well, he definitely was as, as but I think that makes no Like the reason Trump it's not a good won play in, in 20, it's not no, a good play. The, the reason eyes. Trump won is, in 2016, he was anti-establishment. I'm going to help right. middle-class Rust Belt America because Obama and Biden made your lives so hard. Like, you're going up against them now. Why would you change that tune 
to this guy is going to re- suburbs are going to disappear. You're going to have socialized Medicare or med yeah I think Medicare right or yeah. medical healthcare yeah, medicine yeah, healthcare. Yeah, um, yeah. You're going to have uh, what was it? the New Green Deal like all these things defund the police that all you need to do is Google it. You know these are things that Biden is not for at all. Well, Trump should have at least said like, Joe, you flip flopped on a bunch of these things, including defund the police. Because he did say in an interview mm-hmm. that uh, he supports it and then walked it back and has since said, no, I don't. You know what I mean? So he could have taken a different tact, but he didn't. He didn't. He just tried yeah. to portray it as, like you said, he was some socialist operative. You know what I mean? And, and that, that's totally Breitbart 101. Like, that's what they preach on there is yeah, like this guy is just a figurehead and he's going to get bowled over, you know, which I mean. Maybe it he happens, is but I don't, the Democratic I don't. Party. But, but, but to be honest, <laughs> like that was one of my favorite lines. It just doesn't uh, land to me to like the no. American people. Uh, and and I hope that it doesn't land to people who maybe aren't as aware and intelligent, and people don't really believe that. It's like, all right, this dude's been a politician for forty-seven years. Never heard him in the word socialist in the same sentence before this election. You really think he's a socialist? No, no. He's a straight down the middle corporatist as could possibly be. He'll still fuck you over. But Kamala's just... pretty, pretty radical. So again, she, Trump could have pan- at least yeah, said she's that. She's pandering. Yeah, I don't think she was really. But radical. But, but if they're but radical, way, right? attorney, if they're way. radical, then what's Bernie? Well, well I, that's I, what I, right? I, I. That's what I mean. Like, if 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 Trump feels that comfortable calling Biden a socialist, then where the hell does does Bernie fall on the spectrum? Well, I think the point is, is a lot of those uh, Democratic establishment types are starting to lean more towards the Bernie Sanders of the world. I think that's the point. But but I do think it was a very, um, I don't know if it's the right answer or wrong answer yet. We'll find out come election day, but a very bold, powerful statement to not make any concessions to the liberal left at all in any of the stances yesterday and national television. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't have been surprised if he would have said he was for one of those topics, right? Whether it's deep right. on the police, green new deal, et cetera. So, I mean, as a voter, that makes me happy. I don't want any of those things. Right. Cause at least if he goes back on his word and does those things, well then he's fucked in the yeah. eyes of you know the American people because we have it on tape. So, yep. and that's why, you know, I'll get into it later, I guess, because we're going to go on all these different what are your, tangents. What are your grades? Uh, yeah, I, I, in, uh, you know, another fucking shocker. Um, <laughs> I, I would give, uh, you know, Joe a C minus and I'd give Trump a, a D minus because I think Trump had um, there were a couple uh, points during the night where I said, OK, you know, there you go. There, you know, that a way to make a good point, you know, and not go over the top about it and not be an asshole. And so I thought he, he won actually, you know, a couple of those topics in my mind. So, um, yeah, I, I agree with that. I just think a lot of it gets overshadowed. Yeah, by exactly. The other stuff, it just which, doesn't you know, matter and, and that's the thing, like, like the casual viewer is, is not going to notice like the things that you're referencing. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're only going to look at the, the bickering and all that. But I, I agree. I think he, there, there were times when he, he, he made good points, but you know, they were few and far between compared to the, to the other shit. Yeah. Did, uh, so, did anybody watch any Fox News today? I only saw like some CNN clips and other clips, but everything I saw in national coverage was this was the worst debate in American history. I don't know oh, what, yeah. what story Fox News was telling. So Fox, I watched. Fox said it. 
right? I mean, they they, so, they so, said yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, they admitted it as well. It um, was funny last night though because I I watched it. I streamed it off of CNN. So same here. After, so then you had the Tapper reaction afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that lady was like, "I don't care. I'm on public TV. That was a shit show." And like, <laughs> yeah. I agree with all that stuff. And I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go to Fox News now." And yeah. just see what they're saying. And the first thing I see is Carl, Carl Rove on there. And he's just going, well, you know, Biden uh, called him a clown. That's not really, you know, pre-. like the whole, their whole, <laughs> they, they started with like just talking about what Biden was saying. Well, yeah. I, 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 initially, I, I didn't, I, I didn't I think, watch the whole thing, but I'm I just think saying that, that that needed to be mentioned, though. It like, did. You're I, right. It's I mean, not the first thing that you should take away from the debate, no, no, obviously. It's not. But I mean, I wasn't you know, surprised. I, I, think, I think that's where Biden you know, kind of disappointed some people too. It was like, you know, dude, yeah, I, I, we can all relate to you feeling frustrated that he wasn't shutting up, but it was just a really weird, uncomfortable look to like have <laughs> him like, like up, calling man. the president shut a clown up. and telling him to shut up and calling him a racist, racist like, too, like the you worst know, president like, of all but, time. Yeah. It was just a weird, uncomfortable. I, look. I don't know what the right reaction is to that though. Cause you can look weak if you just let him walk all over you. Right. So like, how do you find that balance? I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't think that either. was the right thing to do. I, I, it didn't not. appeal yeah. to me, at least. I mean, like if, if he never like my gave dad, into, like, oh, I fucking loved it. You know, good. Yeah. Every every chance you get, let's smack Trump down. And it's like, well, dude, you got to do it in the right way, or else, you know, you're not really helping. Yeah, the cause. I'm, I'm sure that turned some people off a little bit, but it, you know, I I don't think it's going to be something that we talk. Other than Fox News, I don't think it's going to be something that that continues to get talked about. It's going to so, be Trump for the most part. Let's try to go through some of the topics and see if we can find some disagreements here. Okay. Um, you have the list. I, I don't, I, I kept saying to myself, grab the list, grab the list, grab the list. I had a couple notes. Um, I'll, I'll Google it real quick. Okay. Are you talking about the list of like the segment topics? Yeah. In general? Okay. Yeah. Um, Cause again, I, I thought they, you know, each had, um, you know, first thing that came up debate topics. Animal testing should animals be <laughs> used for scientific tests. I, I, I will Wrong say list. That. I will say this though. So we were talking about co- post, uh, post show or post debate coverage, uh, and right. And so, I watched ABC, and it was Stephanopoulos and a roundtable, uh, which is uh, mainly liberal, but has a you know a couple of uh, right wing talking heads, Chris Christie and uh, some other chick. And it was you know they they come into the post show coverage, and it's like they're son had just died in front of him i mean they were just it, it was a, a, as if the world were ending and well so christy works it. on trump's campaign right he wasn't acting oh okay like that. um but <clears throat> so i'm watching i'm watching right and hopefully you guys can hear this because i couldn't um email it to myself or anything um but let me see if this this will work here uh, but this is the spin zone that ABC, ABC had for Biden's performance. Well. Strategy by Joe Biden to try and show that he could keep his cool. Actually, it's part of an effort by Joe Biden to show that he can be the adult in the room, that he can be the leader who can guide this country out of these really turbulent times. Like that—that's the shit that just pisses me off. And like that's the—I sh- want to tell these people, you guys are hurting Joe Biden when you're doing this. You're hurting the cause because people watch that and go, "What the fuck are these lunatics talking about?" Yeah. Like, 
you don't have to try and spin it. You can it's just like say, Maddow, yeah, he lost his cool. Shit. You know what I mean? And he's got to be better about it next time. You know what I mean? But I, I, I just, all the coverage was about that. But so I tuned on Fox because I wanted to see the contrast and I see Hannity. And <laughs> it was unbelievable. Talk about two ends of the spectrum. Right Hannity there. is just likening Trump to a gladiator, a warrior. No, I mean, it was uh, fucking I believe it. I believe it. It was fucking embarrassing. I listened to Callahan. Uh, you guys remember Callahan from EI. Um, yeah. He's you know, as right wing as you get. And he's just screaming from the hilltops about how unfair Chris Wallace was and how Trump was going two on one and made every excuse in the book to try to people are so answer lame. for his attitude. And I was like, dude, honestly, I didn't, I think Chris Wallace did a pretty good I give job. him a lot of credit for having to deal with, with those two. Oh, I mean, I I thought he went after Biden a few times. You know yeah. I mean, I mean he's, he's, he's on the record of he's not a Trump guy. Like he's, oh, he may work for Fox news. So like he, you know, as even though that was a Fox news run, mo- you know, moderation or whatever you want to call it, he's definitely not in Trump's side of the ring. So I, I, I no. thought he I thought he 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 was fair about going out at Biden with, with questions. I he definitely he a, was. He had, I thought he did he a had good pointed job. Questions for both. He definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. So Supreme Court, um, I, I there was really nothing there. I don't. That was a felt like a there was nothing quick, of substance. Quick quick segment, right? I mean, Trump's like, dude, it's within our right, and Biden's like, no, please, no. I, I do think it was smart that Biden tied it to healthcare and like, hey. So that, that I looked at a fact checker today, that 100 million people in the U.S. with pre-existing conditions, that's an accurate number. So Trump was denying that's the real number of people in the U.S. with pre-existing conditions. Right. But did we look into the executive order that Trump passed about pre-existing conditions? No, I haven't. It was like oh, in the past week or either. so, right? I, I think, you know, he could have just like, I think he referenced that. So that to me, like, I agree that was a good way to spin it. Um, yeah, but especially with COVID, dude, it was kind of people a, have had COVID, like millions, millions. Yeah. If, yeah. if COVID is now a pre-existing condition and your insurance company won't write health insurance for you, like that fucking sucks. Yeah. But like I said, I think Trump, I, I think, I know he signed an executive order about pre-existing conditions. Of course, you know, the standard on this podcast is I read headlines and I don't yeah. read <laughs> any, anything else, but I, I thought that was a wash. I don't think either of them really won that topic no i i I guess i guess the only thing is that like trump's not wrong i mean he is in office whether he wins or loses the election he is the president until that's what i mean it was like a hard thing to argue against right i mean he he has the right to do it you know whether or not whether or not he should is is i guess you can throw that out there and that's kind of what biden was saying like he shouldn't do it that should be you know the the next president's you know, prerogative or whatever, but I mean, it's within his constitutional right as, as president, it's in the constitution. So why not? Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, COVID was definitely more of a loaded one. Um, and I had mixed feelings on how both of them handled it. I think Trump, as he has been, does a really bad job at framing the work that he did do and his administration did do that were good about COVID. And I just think he kind of rambles on it. Um, and he, you know, has these weird tangents about masks. They're good and they're not good. And then, you know, he's obsessed with this vaccine. Um, yeah, his crutch, his, his crutch for that one, at least from what I remember, 
is you know that he he closed the borders like and that's what he brings up every time which he he brought up he brought that up several times after that segment and And, just kept bringing up pretty much saying that joe wouldn't have closed the borders which i thought was a good point it wasn't the good it wasn't a good point the sixth or seventh time he said it no but the first time yeah it had some validity to it yeah it's like dude you know biden has no answer for that i mean everyone saw what biden did when trump you know closed the borders and a lot of you know left-wing um you know, talking heads said when he did that, they were all saying he was racist and xenophobic. And, you know, there's no way of getting around that if you're Biden. If Biden was smart, he would say, you know what, Mr. President, you're right. That was the right thing to do. But here's all the things you didn't do after that. Exactly. The situation exactly. We're in. That's what he should have said. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, obviously, like, I, I just don't think Trump did a good job at, at trying to articulate why he thinks he did a good job. And, you know, the rally and, and the timeline of the vaccine. Like, I think he's literally just lying to people's face. He said we're weeks away from a vaccine. Yeah, I think if he gets reelected, he's going to be in a really yeah. tough spot with that. Yeah. When this vaccine really is ready spot. in June, June of 2021. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, you know, he'll just blame it on the cdc so i mean he'll probably you know even though the cdc has said <laughs> i know that, but hey we're not gonna matter we're not ready him. i know um he's out of his mind it just seems more and more like like and not to not to cut everyone off but like we've always talked about trump just hammering his base but like the guys like callahan the guys like hannity they, they probably ate they all people like that ate that shit up last night and just loved yeah. the fact that he was just abrasive yeah. and hostile. It was an ass kicking. Yeah, I mean, but but again, like it almost seems like, and I, I don't think he's doing this intentionally, but I mean, I, I, think, I, I, think, I think there's lots of people who have already decided they're voting for Trump that ate that shit up. And yeah, that, I think he's just, just terrible validated. at, right, he's just terrible at like reading the room and like understanding yeah, like what it means to go after other voters who aren't already sycophants for you. Right. It's yeah. like, yeah, you appease the people who fucking love you. And they were like, fuck yeah. Like, it's like dude, the they're swamp, gonna vote for you but... anyway. Right. <laughs> they uh, already have their vote. Yeah. So I, I thought Biden did a really good made a really, really good point when he was talking about the rallies that Trump was holding after Wallace brought it up. And despite me cackling laughing when <laughs> Trump was taunting Biden for saying <laughs> Oh, no one, no one wants to show up for his. No one wants to show up. That's why nobody's <laughs> that there. Great. We had thousands of hilarious. people. You had like three. <laughs> yeah. Um. I thought Biden did a really good job when he brought up the story about which I had never heard before, where and Trump didn't refute it, where they're at the rallies and someone comes up to to Trump and Trump goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Like, <laughs> yeah. stay the fuck away. He's dude. a notorious. Put a mask on. Yeah. Put a mask on. Right. Like, I- I'm not in that crowd. Blah blah blah. So. And then he said, you know, he looked at the camera. He's like, he doesn't care about you. And I was like, nice, Joe. Like, that's a good, that hits home. He's, yeah, that hits home he's right spot there. Spot on, too. That's spot a good on. example, a real example of hypocrisy. So I, I thought he did a good job on that. But he did fucking terrible with everything else on the virus, which I thought was a layup for him. Yeah. He did the, the nothing, other- to your point, right, did nothing to, to tell the American people, here's what I would have done differently. Yeah, all there, he wanted there was no to substance. Was talk about how bad Trump did, right? That's all he wanted to talk about. Um, he actually had the balls to bring up the H one N one stuff, which I think I brought it up to you guys. The swine flu, right? 
yeah, he'd have a swine yeah. flu, right? Okay. We talked about that, where yeah. you know his chief of staff, uh, the Obama chief of staff at the time, came out last year and said they did everything wrong and that they got incredibly lucky with swine flu that it didn't kill more people. Right, like, not surprising. Million people, you know, got infected, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, he brought up that, and Trump kind of gave tried to say hey your chief of staff blah blah, blah. and then it yeah, was i mean he, def- he definitely made a point to like be loud about that part it's like what about slime f- swine flu gel yeah. like what about it and he so he the fact that he brought it up and didn't re- but he didn't elaborate he didn't like go into it and that's that was not gonna resonate that's not gonna resonate with voters voters are like i don't care about swine flu it didn't affect any of us it was eight years ago right i mean well like, well, like, like, like tyson they got lucky a, so it's like right. all right well you know no harm no foul in a way like because it's already happened and yeah if they really do, did a phenomenal job i guess it'd be you know him saying hey i was vice president during this time and you know i was part of that leadership team and we killed it we did a great job and we would do a great job and will do a great job you know in office but yeah. he missed he totally fucking missed on what i thought was the easiest uh you know layup of the night for him so um what was next economy economy economy. yep all right so uh i would ultimately i i gave covid uh to biden um supreme court was a wash uh i I do give the economy to trump here this topic um so before i talk i'll let you guys kind of give your piece i mean i think it's it's the same rhetoric that trump's been saying since day one about the recovery of, oh, your 401k is going to be do is doing great X, Y, Z stock market, et cetera. Like, dude, I don't think most people in the United States have 401k. Exactly. exactly. Like, like I, I, I wish Biden would have hit that harder of, okay, when we say K-shaped recovery, this is what we're meaning. We're ignoring middle-class America, working-class America, giving small business owners no assistance. And he kind of referenced it quickly, but like that's what he should have really, really focused on. Yeah, I think it's it's really hard when, you know, and anytime Trump is asked anything about the economy and not even just last night, but just in general, he just says we have the strongest economy in the world making a big comeback. Yeah. And in some ways they are, but like you said, Jared, I think you, you hit the nail on the head. He keeps referencing all these things that are like stock market related and everything like that. But how many of those people in, in middle class, in, in the middle of America are, are, re, are hearing that and being like, yeah, like what about us? Like I, I hear you talking about all these big businesses and how they're recovering and all that, but what about the, what about the little guys? Like, like the people that Trump said he would support in 2016 when he got yep. elected and it did nothing for them for four years, really, for the most part. Like, how about them? And yeah. I, it's, it's tough for, it's, it gets tougher and tougher to hear him say we have the strongest economy in the world when we're in the shithole we're in right now. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. It's like, I'm just picturing the people who are unemployed sitting on their couch right now struggling to make ends meet and the rust belt of America who works on a farm in construction, blue collar, and they're thinking... 401k <laughs> who's got 401k hey i don't got one of those nobody in my town's got one of those like that's what i was picturing in my head um so i i, I disagree with you guys and i think it actually wasn't even trump who brought it up it was fucking chris wallace who referenced it was right now we have eight uh 8.4 percent unemployment which is awesome considering what this year has been like. I just looked I mean, it's still really, really high. I just looked it up in 2009, right? So a, a year after the last recession, 
unemployment was at 10%. So we're trending in the right direction. He's made up half the jobs that have been lost. So we had like 12 or 13% at one point. I want to say, it was, yeah, it was, yeah. This year, you mean? This year, yeah. yeah I, okay, I, yeah. So, and I, and again, I can't even really give Trump the the kudos there because Wallace brought it up. But you know, I I think that's that means a lot, and I think that goes a little bit against the K shaped, you know, uh, recovery that you know we've kind of been harping on. Um, you know, I, again, I think getting half the jobs back this summer you know, only months after the pandemic hit, I think is a really strong thing. You know what yeah. I mean? And he's not smart enough to sit up there and, and talk about the facts. I think he brought up the jobs thing, but um, I, 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 do, I do think that those could have been his retorts had Biden talked about, you know, the K-shape and the stock market, et cetera. I, I just feel like one thing where like nobody's talking about with the economy and I was like we're gonna see I don't think we've seen the tip of the iceberg yet in some of these industries industries collapse hospitality restaurant industry like small not if we open businesses back up. But, but how like airlines are not gonna bounce back right like for the next for the foreseeable future Ho- hotels dude how do you figure they're doing like 10 percent or 20 percent of their how- volume well someone like Southwest is voluntarily to make you feel safer american no even all the other ones are doing like maybe 30 percent of their normal volumes right now i can't imagine that they have a the a shitload of people flying right now of course it's it's you know down from what they normally are um but again i I think you know maybe airlines is a good example of something that will struggle for a little bit longer because that's something that people can you know it's an easy thing to not do is travel but you know when you talk about small businesses the only way to help them is to ease restrictions and Biden's or, not going to do that. Or give them government assistance. Oh, we can't do that them. for a whole nother year and a half. Though. We haven't given them any assistance yet. Dude. There's been zero assistance to small business. Oh, there was the first PPP. That Which almost, almost none of it went to like, I'm thinking like mom and pop small businesses, like main street type businesses, restaurants, like that's what I'm picking restaurants, retail, et cetera. Like, especially in the northern half of the country, dude, those places won't survive winter. We need to pass, like we've been talking about it for two months. I I agree. We need to pass another stimulus package. But we also need to reopen the country. And I thought Trump did a good job of saying what I've been saying. Look, yes, we learned about the virus. There are elderly and there are, you know, people with pre-existing conditions that are very vulnerable. And we need to protect them and they need to keep safe. But- the rest of us can do the right thing and socially distance and wear a mask and go on with our lives. I hope so. That's I don't what know needs if Democratic to happen. governors have the balls to do that. I, well, I, my, but my point is that's why I think um, Trump won this particular topic because I think there are way more people out there than not that want to get back or start to get back to normal life, want things to start opening. And so Biden said in the debate that he is, you know, would consider shutting everything down again. And to me, that's fucking terrifying. It is terrifying. And and like, it's terrifying for me, but again, what's the worst that's going to happen to me? Like I go part-time again, right? Knock on wood, hopefully. 
But if I'm anyone else in, in the world, right? And you talk about the middle, lower class, those are the jobs that are going to fucking leave if you continue to fucking decimate these companies. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. So I, that's why I, I, those were my kind of things as to why I, I took, came away from that and said, I, I got to give Trump the edge there because I think he's speaking to what people want there. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like the majority of people want things to be as normal as possible. They want things back open. Even even if they do support Biden, I'm sure a lot of right. people, they even support Biden would say, sure. well, it'd be, it'd be nice if my small business, you know, could, could get up and running again and, and allow more capacity. Because I mean, and, and I'm, I'm just using Newport as an example. During the summer, I mean, there were times when it didn't seem like there was a pandemic happening other than the fact that people had masks on. And there are obviously less people in restaurants, but it's still, there was a lot of people there. I wonder what these restaurants would be doing if, if the government, if the governor wasn't as harsh with, you know, capacity and stuff like that. I just wonder if they eased up a little more, if these restaurants would continue to be safe about things or if they would pack their restaurants again and bars well, and everything it, like it that. Be, it'd be like, let's go to 75% capacity. That can give these, these people a fighting chance. You're still going to have people that lose their jobs because the fucking businesses just can't afford to employ people at uh, a 25% reduction in revenue. But at least that gives them a chance. 25% is a fucking joke. It's an absolute joke. What yeah. are we, I, I don't even, I'm honestly not sure what Rylan's at right now. I feel like we're more than 25%. But, it, it, but it might be I, I know 25% inside and all the outside dining everybody created is like helping make up for it. Right. Which is obviously going to go away in a couple yeah, months. Right. It's, it's cold as fuck. Yeah. Dark out. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I gave the nod to Trump there. Um, right. Race and violence in our cities. Jared so, has a fucking hard on and has since <laughs> that topic came up. Um so I'll let you tell us about those up. proud boys, Mo. The proud boys. So I had never heard that saying before. Proud boys before last night. Um, honestly, I actually didn't notice that he said what he said until everybody was freaking out about it afterwards. I thought he said like, "What? What was the direct quote?" Sit the direct something. quote was "Stand down and stand by." So, so I just heard "stand down." I must have not heard the "stand by." I was like, "Oh, he's smart. He actually." denounced the white supremacists and then <laughs> when everybody's reaction was he said stand down and stand by somebody needs to address antifa it's like oh dude like they couldn't have curated a bigger layup if you if dude, chris wallace tried. was like at the pitcher's mouth with like a big fucking softball like all right a beach ball all right dude, donald here you, here you go ready do you are you going to denounce white supremacy and he fucking well, he, he, he failed at the time. Today, he, he just completely fumbled over his words. Today, he, he uh, reiterated it and just said, I want them to stand down. But still, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, you know, I, it's easy to thing. come back and say, oh, well, I meant this. But like in, in a national stage, that's what he said. And I know I've done this before with Trump and people can laugh at me. I don't think he, he, he was telling the Proud Boys to stand by and wait for my order. To go and no, attack. I don't think he was no, saying no, that no, 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 no. He I don't meant to either. say because, like, um, Biden came out either. today and uh, he said, you know, someone asked him. They said, hey, you know, what would you say to white supremacists and um, or, or you know, hate groups or the Proud Boys? And uh, Biden said, cease and desist. That's what I would tell them. And that's what Trump was trying to say. 
He's just a fucking idiot. And like yeah. got tripped yeah. up. And the moment, you know what I mean? He crumbled and he fumbled over his words. And now he has to fucking live with that. Yeah. Because um, yeah, that's I, I all agree. anyone wants to talk about. I don't think he's saying like, hey, proud boys, let's just lay low for a little while until <laughs> I give the signal, you know, the for, fr- signal. from the Oval Office. You know, because I mean, uh, the problem, I didn't hear about the Proud Boys until I think the something happened in Portland, um, you know, during during the protest. I think there was like the Proud Boys were some of the people that were, you know, going on this like drive to like, you know, like like a support Trump drive. And then some of them diverted into Portland. And I think that's oh, yeah, that's I what some. That yeah. So that that's that's the only time I had heard of the Proud Boys. And that's why I recognize it tonight. But yeah. Pretty much every like Mitch McConnell and a couple other you know Republican senators and Congress people were like, yeah, he uh, he didn't mean that. He just he meant you know like they were all which, just which, trying to make up for you know. Which the way like he we said, I think phrased. we agree on that. But it's like, dude, at this point, I'm like, sorry, man, like you don't get to just fuck up like that about no, something like that. Not what? a national stage and, and, and like what that. Is his, what's his track record when it comes to denouncing white supremacy? There oh, is none. he's he's afraid to just. Because that's Go out his and base. Do it. That's his base. He he's, right, those he's people scared to ruffle the feathers. Like, I, I that wouldn't should... say that's his base, but that those people definitely vote for Donald yeah. Trump and vote. Okay, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying you're the majority of his voters. It, it's a chunk of it. It's a chunk. Of yeah, it. yeah. I mean, how fucking easy was that, dude? Yeah, like that's layups, literally man. equivalent to saying, like, what did you think of the Holocaust? Was it good or bad? And yeah. like hesitating. <laughs> yeah. Politicians SS, stand down and stand by. <laughs> they make a li- politicians make a living out of lying to the faces of the of their constituents and their and their supporters. Why can't he just lie? I, I just don't. I don't. I do not understand. It's bad. It, it's Biden scary. did a good job. Biden yeah, did a good he job did because because yeah. they asked. You know, I, I think what the question was: Do you support the what? Like, was it the 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 defunding of the police and the BLM and all like the violent protests? And he just said no. And, and, and like he, he elaborated a little bit more, but he was just very quick to just say, no, I don't. And that's yeah. it. And that's all Trump had to say. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was an easy one for me. Um, that had, that was a tr- they're going to be a tough one for Trump. That was so to, cringeworthy. Oh, you know, man. get through it. Now, now my only thing is like, tr- you know, Trump just, he so fucked himself and that, that might be like a lasting thing. Who knows? Um, that really hurts him. But is like, was there like a real reason for, the moderator to that debate to like, why, where did that come from? Like Charlottesville was three and a half years ago. Like, where did that well, question come from? Well, I think I, the topic I, was racial tension. Yeah. I think he's just, you know, citing things that have happened during his presidency. Okay. Yeah. I've seen it more as tied to George Floyd and. Yeah, well, no, refusal. just, just like, yeah. Using that as like uh, a precursor to the other things happening that are, are, are going on right now. I think he just brought it up. Like if that happened during Obama's tenure, obviously like what's the point of bringing it up, but it happened during the time that Trump was in Imagine office, actually being so. in Charlottesville when that happened and like seeing the KKK marching down the street with assault rifles and torches. That must've been terrifying. It's terrifying. Yeah. Like even if they Fucking are all terrorist crazy and they're organization. not going to do anything about it, like that's terrifying be like seeing the taliban walking through the streets it's a same it's a terrorist organization it's 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 literally the same thing so i I would grab my sniper go up in the perch (laughs) you're you're in texas so you got a sniper rifle and a perch now hey i just went uh um uh, what's it called clay shooting nice yeah i got back uh, a couple hours ago did we do that mo didn't we do that Yeah, Yeah. yeah that was fun 
Yeah. It was a oh lot yeah, Ty, you were there. I forgot about yeah. that. I, I appreciate that. In my mind, it's <laughs> it just seems like you've been in Texas for like years and it's been less than a year. Um integrity of the election. What do you think, Adam? Are we talking about in terms is this when they were just this talking the about like, last like topic. are you are you going Mail-in to accept voting. the results and everything? Yeah. Um, I mean Trump was pretty hesitant to say straight out that he would accept the results because he just like he just keeps saying there's gonna be cheating, there's gonna be cheating. So I would probably give it to Biden here. I mean, and I, I understand. I know we've talked about the, the fear of, you know, not the fear, but like the, the problems that are, that are going to arise from the mail-in voting, which has started, by the way. I mean, millions of people have already voted. And I, I just think that, you know, it, it's, it's kind of, it's pretty wild when a president won't say that I will just accept the results and move on. I mean, I, I, I just think it's, that's an easy one. Just, just, just accept it and move that, on. That, I mean, that, that's another Trump base kind of red meat. It is. Yeah. Thing. Like, like, like don't give yeah. in. Don't, don't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on, dude. Like if you lose, you lose. Just, just get out of the office. If you, you know, you're going to be which, out by yeah. I, I thought I was glad to hear Biden say like, why are we even talking about this? He doesn't have a choice. Like, I like that. No, so that's dumb. what I mean. Yeah. Like, it, it's not like, it's like, Hey Trump, you can leave if you want you. Lo- if you lose, you're out. Just fucking say like, whatever the results are, the results are. I mean, even Hillary even said initially, like she, she took her like a few days after she had lost to like come out and say like, Hey, you know, I accept the results, blah, blah, blah. But like to, to go as far as Trump saying like, there won't be a peaceful transfer of power if I lose. And then you have his senators, you know, the Republican senators trying to like, again, pick up the pieces, just like, like the whole proud boys comment, be like, no, 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 like, don't worry. There will be a peaceful transfer of power. Don't again, again, just like, but like at at some point it's like, it's not like misspoke. It's not like someone just speaking incorrectly. It's just like, he's been painting. Yeah. He's been painting this narrative of the fraud in the election for months because he wants us to fall back on. If he loses, he wants there to be anything to hold on to for him to say, even if he doesn't try and stay in power to say I lost, but it was rigged against me. I didn't actually lose. That's well, how I right. see this whole thing. Yeah, I agree. And what makes it worse is that because of the mail in, in ballots, we're not going to find out at like midnight. We're not going to find out for weeks. I was there's going to be huge, huge problems. It's going to yeah. be like uh, Gorn Bush. Or, you and, know, and I think that's, the Supreme that's Court in Florida. what Trump's trying to say, which I, I agree with. Like, I think there are going to be huge problems because of all the mail-in voting. No, I, well, and I, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree that there's there. I mean, this is a, we've never but done again, a instead of just saying that voting. and just saying like, look, just what do you want me to tell you? I, right. I'm, I'm concerned about it. I, you know, it's, it's the first time in our country's history. Yeah. We'll be doing a widespread mail-in voting. It's concerning. Things happen with your mail. You know what I mean? That's something everyone can relate to. And they'd say, yeah, you know what? You're fucking right. I mean, he, he kept referencing like some, I, I kind of heard it, but I don't remember exactly. Like someone took a picture of like a trash can and at the yeah. bottom of the wastebasket was like just ballots that have Trump on it and they're in the trash. He just kept saying that over and over and over again. So I got that I, from a QAnon person who tweeted it to him or something. Yeah, exactly. It's like, where the hell did you, there's no way you were walking by and saw that. Someone had to just tell you this or you just saw it and like, oh, I'm going to use this in a fucking presidential debate and use that as my rebuttal or, or my response for the, you know, the integrity of the election. Just accept I, the results. We understand there's going to be issues for both sides and just accept it and move yeah. on. That's all you have to say. 
I, I agree there 100%. I thought him going into that whole spiel was just, again, it was just nonsensical. It doesn't matter. Um, but I, I do agree. You know, I, I just think it's a weird look for like Biden to try to paint this picture that everything's going to be fine. Like there's going to be no problems. I mean, I get trying to calm panic. I, I understand that for, it from that angle. But like, I, I don't think there's any fucking question. Like there's no but way but this I is going to go seamless. But I do think it's interesting that like Trump's director of national security or whatever FBI director has also said like there's no reason to expect fraud. He works for Trump. Even if it's not fraud, dude, like we've talked about before. I mean, think of all the shit that happens with the mail. Think about how long sometimes. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And even if it's like if it, it was your vote, like even if it didn't like quote unquote matter, like think of how many people that's going to happen to. Not because of the postal yeah. service, you know, it's not their, their fault. There is some um, error, you know what I mean, in, in that system. Like, that's just a known thing. So, you know, I, I, I totally think there's going to be issues. And I don't think it's going to be all fraud. But honestly, like I, we've said before, people on both sides, uh, you know, of the support system for these candidates are fucking out of their goddamn minds. Dude, dude they're scary. They're getting they're arrested scary. left and right for... Honestly, not like almost nothing. Like you know, it just doesn't matter. So, are we? Would we really be that surprised if someone fucking set fire to a bunch of fucking ballots, even though they're at <laughs> risk of going would, to jail? That's all it would take. Then, like, what, right, what then happens? What? All it would that, take. Then, then what? what? Yeah, yeah, you're right. So that that's, I I think there's going to be huge issues, and it, it's not going to be pretty. It's not. But, what what I was trying to think about as I was watching this yesterday is so what happens when? Not even if when all the votes aren't in for the end of election day and then a week goes by and say trump's up biden's up but they still know all the votes aren't in when do you draw the line and say we're giving the election to one of these guys because we don't think the rest of the votes are ever going to come in like there has to to be a line drawn in the sand eventually yeah it goes to the supreme court if that line gets drawn and what does the supreme court decide um so yeah are you talking about the, the whole florida thing yeah, yeah, that was Thorne the state Bush. Supreme Court, though, right? Yeah, Not I was the just federal. saying that, that was Florida. And then that's that what I mean. Made, but that okay. made it to the Supreme Court, though. That's what I mean. Yeah. The, the, right. All the, these states are going to take up these issues on their own. Right. That's what I mean. Like the, the Supreme up. Court can't just bring it up. It has to come up to the Supreme Court, and then they can decide on it. That's, that's how it works. So, yeah, I mean, it's going right. to be a disaster. It will. It absolutely will. Yeah, so it's inevitable. But you also I, can't ask grandma to go to wait in line for two hours to no, vote. No, no, but that's I mean, why like, I, gr- I agreed with Trump when he said, request the fucking ballot. So, so I looked, in, I looked into that. There was an article I read about it. So only nine states are sending unsolicited ballots, and five of them do it every election. That's their pr- procedure. So it's an additional four states that are sending unsolicited ballots um, everybody states, else you know? is requesting. I don't. I know it's not Mass or Rhode Island. Mass or Rhode Island, okay. you have to request them. Yeah. Okay. You're talking about the five well, it doesn't states matter that for do Mass or Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if there are any swing states. Yeah, yeah, say, they, yeah. Were, they were. They were like Montana and like some middle America states. I mean, so Isn't there that you go. a bummer, though, for like Rhode Islanders like or people from Delaware? Like just no matter what happens, no matter how screwed up the election is, I mean, no one really gives a shit about like our our vote, like with the amount of electoral votes that we actually have. It, it just kind of it's, it's yeah. very discouraging. I don't even know how many electoral votes Mass has. You want to you want to be like Northern John, Rhode Island. You want to be like John Oliver, like I heard him going on this little fucking spiel. That guy talking about how we need to abolish the electoral college and how unfair it is and how ridiculous it is that it's still in place. You want to do that? 
Are you, are you talking to me? Yeah. Talking to no, you. I, I do, I'm not saying – no, no, no. I don't, I don't want to abolish uh, the, the, the system that's been in place all these years. Say, I'm just saying – Fuck the Rust Belt. It they just, shouldn't it get just, a vote. You know, it just kind of – like when I, when I cast a vote – So you, you know, want it, have, Jared. What? You want the popular vote. I don't, I don't have a strong argument in one way or no, another. Good. I think, I think it show. is like – No, I don't, want, I don't want the electoral college to be gone. I'm just saying like, you know, when you look at Rhode Island and, and you compare it to like a Texas – I mean, I don't know the exact amount of elect- – I think Rhode Island has three or four. I think we had four and then we were – I think we lost yeah, one you guys or lost something one. like that. So we have fucking three. So like, I don't know. It, it's I mean, just, you're the size of the town I live in in Texas. Right, it's which like, again, which again, based on, based on the Constitution, right. it works out perfectly. Like, I understand why. It's, I'm not questioning that. I understand how it works. But I know what you but mean. It, it just kind of stinks. Like, I know my voice is that much but smaller. Your voice, yeah, your voice is else. that much smaller because it doesn't matter. You're blue every year. Rhode Island's been blue for a fucking ever. So, I mean, yeah. it's not going to change regardless. Almost so, the whole Northeast know. has. Well, not Rhode Island, though. I, I'd be surprised if Rhode Island goes that way. It's going to take a while. That's going to be a That's what I'm saying. Also, the whole Northeast has been blue for a long, oh, oh, long time. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes. You're right. You're right. It's, it's pretty wild. I think New Hampshire is New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah, um, Hillary barely won New Hampshire I was just saying, because that, 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 that's, that's, you know, you drive to New Hampshire, you see Trump, flag, Trump flags left and right. So, yeah, I think other than New Hampshire, you're right. It's, it's, a, it's a very blue, sta- uh, blue region. Hey, you guys will appreciate this. Things happen in Philadelphia. Bad, bad things happen in Philadelphia. Bad things. With the first pick in the 2017 NBA Draft, the Philadelphia 76ers select Markel Fultz. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Hey, ma- maybe things. Doc Rivers led Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, Christ. Well, is, good that, is that really what it's supposed to be? No. So Are you just going to say he'd be a good fucking coach? I think he is a good coach. I think he's going to be better than Brett Brown was. Uh, so what's he going to do? Blow a 3-1 lead with the Sixers in the playoffs? I always like Doc. But a team, I less, love Doc. A team but... with less talent than the, than the Clippers, too. But um, yeah. no, it's between him, Ty Lue, and Mike D'Antoni. So three good candidates. Ooh, Trista Crickle. So D'Antoni's already out of Houston. Be happy oh, he, he said he's not resigning. Oh, Houston. okay. All right. Yeah. I didn't realize he didn't say that. He okay. wants nothing to do with coaching James Harden anymore. I saw Indiana wants uh, D'Antoni big time. Because I think that they're trying to find any way to keep uh, Oladipo there. The deep. Um, All right. So cl- close closing remarks on the debate. Um, what's your? Do you guys think there is a significant impact on no. the election from the no. debate? No, no, no. I don't think so. No, I don't no, think no, there's no, any. No, 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 no. No, I, I just think, and I'm just thinking of debates in general. I mean, yeah, we're talking about this debate. Okay, I'm just different. saying, no. This debate, no. Does. Do I, get, do I get to elaborate or no? No. Nope. Okay, fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> then it's just no. Does Biden use this as a cop-out to get out of his last two debates? He already said no. He said no? Yeah, already. Like, all of I, CNN I thought he was, was like, instantly going to use it as an excuse. All of CNN was saying, there should not be any more debates. They, they just can't. Yeah, no, it, and I get, they're, they're like, hey, I don't like, ever, ever want to hear from anyone again that CNN is bipartisan. Or CNN even is close who says, to who says they're Fox bipartisan? No, people try to say they're down the middle, and that's just so they're not even close. idiots. They're down ridiculous. the middle. Um, so, so it, closing remarks. You, go ahead. No, sorry. Keep so going. Go go around going? the room. Go. This this <laughs> isn't your etched in stone presidential pick, but who do you think wins the election as of today, 
the last day in September. We're just over four weeks away from the election. Mm. Ty, you go first. Yeah, it's tough because I think it's Biden, but I, I think you know Trump still has that chance in these two more debates to be not a complete fucking asshole. And if he can pull it off and go back to the kind of the way he was in 2016, he might be able to, you know, maybe irk it out again. But I'm, I'm going Biden. I'm also Biden's only Biden. like my, minus uh, 130. Well, is there uh, a spread? Yeah. There's, there's a spread on the presidential <laughs> election? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. That's hysterical. Um, but yeah, yeah that's I, I'm, I'm going Biden too. And, and, and yeah, even if Trump does kind of turn himself around in these debates, I really don't think that they have much of an impact. I don't think he's going to pry people from the left and, and, you know, these moderates and bring them over to his side. I don't think he's going to do enough. I do think it's going to be close, but I think I still think Biden wins. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. All right. Yeah. You did it. You did it. Biden 20. No, the Biden rapidly rising. Uh, um uh, in with, uh, with, uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I was praying for no, that no. Biden to show I up at times. So bad. Oh man. And what was this clip? I've, I've been alive for unnecessarily. Now we have over 120 million dead from COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think another thing I found like hysterical is that when people were saying like, Oh, I think Biden won. And like the one of the reasons they give is like I thought he spoke very well. It's like wow, we're setting the bar really low for a presidential candidate who is speaking well and using that as hey, way to go, man! You spoke really well. Like he looked he like he was trying so hard. I've never seen talk. somebody focus so much on yeah. getting words out and still struggle to get a sentence out with with, with Trump in his Trump in his right ear the entire time, just <laughs> trying to power through these sentences. I mean, I, I give him credit because he he. There were times when I thought like, oh, he's going to stumble so bad, he's going to forget. And he and he did go. He finished what he was going to say. I'm not saying what he said was great, but he did finish his thought. Did, did you see Trump's tweets beforehand? He's demanding a drug test for Biden because he thinks Biden's going to be drugged up for it. Yeah, imagine if they drug tested Trump. I did. You know Trump. Oh not my God! They're, they're he said, all he, he on said he's never drank a beer. He do, he doesn't drink. I know that, but I yeah, guarantee yeah. you he's on amphetamines. Guaranteed. Well, you think he doesn't seem like the like the jumpy, go crazy kind of amphetamine. He's always got a lot. I just of think he's dude. legit, like fucking. Tapped. I just Dude, think he's he, fucking crazy. He, he's on the record of saying he sleeps like three hours a night. Sleeps three hours a <laughs> night, never exercised, eats fast food regularly, obese in his mid 70s, and he's got that level of energy. A gladiator. Dude, speaking gladiator. of disease. <laughs> Anyone check out his neck pussy last night? Oh, no. yeah. It's so weird. Oh, dude. It's, it's so hysterical. weird. It's like, <laughs> dude, just like it. pull that thing out and like spread it. Yeah, yeah. just like, like adjust the collar a yeah. little bit, you know? And by collar, I mean your your extra skin, just to spread yeah. it out a little bit around the collar area. Um, hey, one thing we didn't get to, which I'm curious, uh, what do you think about Biden just totally dodging the question about whether he's going to end the filibuster? Yes, yes, I totally answer it. He did not, and then Trump was on. It was like, what are you going to do, Joe? What are you going to do? You stack the court. You stack the court. <laughs> <laughs> huh? 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 Are you guys okay with him stacking the court? No, it's fucking ridiculous. I mean, but I don't think they'll, they'll do it. I don't think anyone I, – I, I would hope that stacking the court wouldn't happen no matter what. 
even even if it's even if it's within Trump's power to do so right now, I would hope that that wouldn't be possible. But it is. Well, Trump's not going to so. do it. It's going to be the Democrats. Biden to balance things out. Right. He's just going to. Oh no. So, oh, so you're saying they're going to do it like Fer tried to do and add like three yeah, more justices. Yeah, it's happened okay. like four right, times already. Okay. Where people have done that. Yes. That's why the number keeps going up. Right. Yeah. I mean, I it, mean, it is scary thinking having a six-three conservative majority. It is. Guess, it, 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 but that, that's what happens when you have. The people who are elected to the Senate and people who are elected to president, that, that's and what then, fucking happens. Three, pe- like, three vacancies in one presidency. I mean, that's never happened. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm going to chalk this up to like, this is kind I, of an I, I don't Barrett already six... said they're not going to re- overturn Roe v. Wade. She already that's said good. that. Yeah, that'd be a political suicide. Oof, that's good. Because Wallace brought that up uh, at one point earlier. Yeah. No, what, the, what they may do is they may just like make it so that the states can decide. Um, but there's still always going to be like Planned Parenthood and all that stuff. Oh yeah, no, I, I so, didn't, I, I think, I didn't pe- think that would be. On the I mean, table. I understand. We're going to be going a, back to the rhythm method. I, I, I think I think <laughs> the there word. was a lot of I think there was a lot of speculation when that person, whatever her name is, uh, was put up, you know, and her th- and when they explained her thoughts on Roe v. Wade. So I think everyone just kind of jumped the gun on there, thinking that she would overturn yeah, it right, or like try I, to overturn it. I don't hear all these people being like, you know. Like, do you think maybe maybe they would, but it's like, would it would it be so scary to have like a liberal, like uh, Supreme Court majority? I think it would be. I want that shit balanced. I think it'd be scary to have any majority. Any extreme majority. Any extreme majority. Like no, and I know. I mean, like, there's nothing. I mean, and the the Constitution is the Constitution. I mean, there's nothing we can do about that unless they. Right. Even the justices that uh, Trump's appointed have already. Didn't we already talk about this? They've already like voted against some of the stuff that he's. Yeah, they did. Right. Yeah. Like, Kavanaugh, so, I think, said, you know, like, went against. Chill the fuck something. out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I just, think we all just need to chill out. <laughs> chill out. Um, so what do you guys think about transitioning here? What was there any other ones that uh, really caught our eye? I. I I thought that fucking Rogan shit was pretty wild. Let's so talk about that. Already talk about dealing the Rogan with that. thing and then Trump taxes. Okay. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about the NFL and COVID too. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we can do that. We'll, we'll burn right. through these four. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll do Rogan first. Start with Rogan. Yeah. What do you think about that, Mo? I mean, your guy is now like. Yes, Mo. I mean, he, he got his 100 mil, but like now it's like, dude, why? Oh, like, why would you want to deal with this shit, dude? So I, I, that, that's the thing is I don't think he will deal with this shit. No. I think my, my thoughts are, I think explain to everyone what was going on. Cause no one, no one's going to fucking know. This so it's thing, so. a bunch of liberal Spotify employees who are. Joe Rogan went from Apple music to Spotify, signed a hundred million dollar deal. Right. So he's hosting exclusively on there. Yeah. They exclusively have rights to his content. Exactly. Okay. So he still makes it and produces it, but it's exclusively distributed through Spotify. And the, Joe Rogan, if you ever listen to his show, he is far from extreme right wing or an asshole or anything like that, but he loves controversial topics and controversial guests. He'll have Alex Jones on and he'll have Bernie Sanders on and he'll have everybody in between. Um, and the, some of the Spotify employees, who knows who they are, or what jobs they are, were complaining that his content needs to be censored and be flagged with hat what do they call them not hazard warnings but something like trigger warnings trigger warning something like that so that's my favorite part yeah like just absolutely ridiculous and and now (laughs) 
Just and so you know. <laughs> so I, I guess there was some conversation internally at Spotify. The executive team was like, hey, like not going to happen. And now they're talking about walking out and protesting. My thoughts, and I feel very strongly about this, is one, <laughs> Spotify knew who they I love were when signing. We get a, and they, love when we get a Jared take that starts with that. I feel yeah. very strongly about what I'm very about to say. Shocker. <laughs> I think Spotify knew who Joe Rogan was when they signed him to this deal. I think they did. They knew, they knew ex- why he was popular because he has authentic conversations that are not censored and are three to four hours long. And I think they value him a hundred million times more than these mid-level employees who have random jobs at Spotify. So I think there is, Little to no chance that this shit drives any behavior change from Spotify. I think he, they say, sorry, guys, take it or leave it. And if I think that Spotify, even for a second, tries to say to Joe Rogan, hey, we need to censor your content, and we don't like this guest, have this guest on instead, I think he walks. Like his, He's said from way before the Spotify deal, the reason he hasn't been big in Hollywood, the reason he hasn't done radio shows is because he wants to do the show that he wants to do and doesn't want people telling him how to do his job. Mm-hmm. So I think he doesn't, dude, he doesn't need the hundred million. Like I was going to say, how, he's, how he's very financially stable. Yeah. I, I don't think it ever comes to that. I think it's non-news that okay. people are just continuing you to just try think and cancel trying Joe to thre- It's just an empty threat. Those employees. I, I think it's just people with no power. I think it's like literally these liberal entry-level and mid-level employees looking to create news like the Trader Joe's headline of like not real news. Like I guarantee you the executive team at Spotify right now is not saying, oh man, should we really censor Joe Rogan? Like he hasn't put anything controversial out since like this deal happened at all. Like there's been nothing that's warranted this at all. I, I think it's just not news Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, they, I mean, it, it would suck for him to lose out on that money because I, I agree. It's like, you know, you guys fucking knew what you were getting into. Like, you can't let, you know, honestly, you can't let any one of your employees dictate what content no. you have on the fucking, like, okay, so everyone else is okay with, I mean, dude, think about, how many fucking musicians and artists and podcasters Dude, they, they allow have. WAP to be number one. Uh, uh, but, Joe, but Joe Rogan can't give a controversial opinion on liberal Portland protests. It, it, it's just, it's so fucking, it's everything that's wrong with our society today. And unfortunately, like our generation that just is, is so empowered now to shut down. Dude, it's I... There, did you know that the, the Cleveland Clinic uh, or there was somewhere after the debate that offered uh, safe spaces, uh, a safe space for their students um, who were having what? trouble, who were having trouble coping with what happened at the, on the debate? Oh, my God. I shouldn't be and surprised, it, but it, it's just like I, I, I can't even believe some of this shit like that. I read it was the. Uh, Western Reserve University, presidential (laughs) debate support space. Support space is a confidential space for students to have open discussions in a group setting moderated by university health and counseling services clinical staff. Students can discuss the impact of recent national events, including the presidential debate and upcoming election. You fucking 
bitches, dude. What is going on with people? Specification. It's. I think it's all tied action. to academia. I, I really think it is. I think it's like this stuff's all breeded in these super liberal colleges. Yeah. And then these these people enter the real world and like they only have voices because of Twitter and social media. But like, it's not okay. Like I'm at the point where I'm like, what do we do with these people? I I, I, I think the only solution send is them off to war, China, dude. Yeah, war with China. Like let's invade send them. Send them off to we'll war. Put these fucks on the front lines, and I guarantee you they will not complain about Joe Rogan in a real situation like that. It, it's funny just because being, being in, a, in a school environment, I deal with a lot of the liberal mindset kinds of people. Like maybe not, you know, the ones that need to go to a room and talk about their feelings after watching a debate. But the people I discussed the debate, like it happened to come up in a conversation a few times and then like passing. And like a lot of their answers were like, I just need to like, take a break from the TV and just like <laughs> really just, you know, take it back a little bit and just get, get into good headspace. And I'm listening. I was like, and I have a mask, you know, we're all have masks on right now. It's just a weird conversation in general, but like hearing this stuff's like, do you guys really need to like take that much time to recover? It's from ridiculous, a, man. Like, it is really affecting you that much. Like, yeah, it was like a cringe. And your life debate, must like, get the fuck suck, up. dude. Yeah. Like it your says- life must be hell on earth. If you're getting, Physically and emotionally affected by (laughs) a fucking presidential debate between those two kooks. I I almost feel like it's become like the cool thing to do that and like act like you're distressed because of shit like this. Because like the same exact thing came up on actually an episode of Rogan, coincidentally, where like this girl was talking about every chick in like New York City in Hollywood right now. I was like, oh my God, 2020 is such a fucking hard year. Like, I'm so distressed. I don't know if I'm going to make it. And they're like, all you've done is binge Netflix and order Postmates. And you're talking about how hard your life is right now. <laughs> like, what? Puts These things people into just perspective, have huh? no sense of reality. Yeah, it's... it's how did, we just got to figure out how to change it. Maybe I am going for Trump. Send them, send them off the dude. fucking you can't war. change it. You can't hopefully, it's, change hopefully it. it's a pendulum swing like Me Too. Where a few years from now, these people all shut the fuck up. Like and- me too. Oh, I was gonna say, like pendulum means swing the other way, Jared. I was yeah. Like, pendulum. Wait, is when do we come all back. become like pro rape? <laughs> Not pro rape, but Jared's like, thank God, after a couple of years, the pendulum <laughs> like, <you> know, swung, <laughs> and the jackrabbit was back out on the street. <laughs> Like we'll get like a year break and then it'll come back to us. And be- <laughs> so, so maybe pendulum swing give them their the space, right term, but give them their space. Back, maybe just They'll you know when the back. pendulum swings one way, you just cut the wire and you just let it roll. Just let it drop. Done. Yeah, exactly. Let those balls drop. Oh, I'm glad yeah. we're not a part of it. That shit. Oh, yeah. actually, wicked random. I'm gonna forget if I don't say it. Steve texted me uh, yesterday, and out of nowhere, just goes, "Hey, did I?" Like, what are you talking about? Did I ever like leave some chick in an apartment like all day where you guys <laughs> were there? And I like oh, didn't know what he was talking oh, about oh. at first. And I was like, oh, he just listened to the fucking show. Cause remember, I was like, I interrupted someone. I was like, Steve, this sounds weird. Then take notes. And I was laughing so hard because I was like, no, dude, I was referring to like that fucking slob, Rachel, and how she would just fucking sit around mope and do nothing all day you know what i mean and adam she'd be in the same spot that she was when adam left for work and then when he came back and i was like that's 1000 percent true yeah i was yeah. like that's what i was talking about he's like oh okay 
He's like, ooh, he's sensitive got, he got Steve. Nervous. He's like, fuck, man. What he's like, he was literally being like, dude, I, if, if, like, do I not remember something? What happened? Uh, but anyway, right. <laughs> I was going to forget that if I didn't bring it up. That's um, pretty what funny. was our next uh, thing we wanted to hit here in the rapid fire? Let, let's, we'll do football, then we can do Trump stacks um, records. All right. Um, so you Go guys, ahead, I'm sure, have heard the Mort. news. Mort, here we go. Mort reporting. Um, <laughs> Actually, Mort kind of sounds like Biden these days. He have you heard like Mort Biden talk too. recently? Dude, I, haven't, I haven't seen Mort. Is he still alive? There's not much, there's not much left to see. He looks like sickly. I was going to say, the last time I remember seeing him, like, I know he was like fighting cancer and everything. Yeah, he, looks, he, he looked pretty he looks rough. Bad. He's still reporting, though. He's still competing with Shefty somehow. He gets, but, he gets um, stable scraps. I guess. Um, yeah, so as of, I think, yesterday, the NFL revealed that there were eight positive tests uh, with the Tennessee Titans because they, they take the uh, – COVID tests. Every team takes the COVID test on Saturday. I mean, throughout the week, I think Saturday is like the big day. And then they, every Monday, like the results have been revealed. And so far it's been great up until this past Monday when it was revealed that eight cases of COVID were detected. And then I guess it's nine as of today. Uh, so it's four players and five personnel, just like yeah. scattered personnel. So the game's been postponed, I think until Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday? I thought I heard Tuesday. Um, and the Titans, and I think the Vikings as well, are not allowed to have any interpersonal contact within the facilities until Saturday. Although the Vikings did all test negative the second time they tested, so maybe they're off the hook now. But um, it was a precaution to keep them out. But now the Titans have to wait until Saturday to go back to the facilities for any sort of practice. So, I mean, the reason I thought it was interesting because, like, you know, I think the first three weeks have been very Pretty good. Seamless. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, like, it, it, we, we've hard – other than seeing, like, shots of no fans in the stands or cardboard cutouts of, like – I'm starting to get annoyed, annoyed deep, No fans or cardboard cutouts? Oh, oh no. no I, 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 yeah, which is annoying. But I, I, I was going to say – I kind of forget – did did you happen to see Jared at the at in Denver's uh, stadium? They had all the South Park that was characters. Pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah no, that, that was pretty was funny. Awesome. So like they're getting creative, but like it's still like stupid, and it is kind of weird not having fans there. But the play the the foot the play of uh, the games doesn't seem to be affected at all. Are right, you going off on a tangent? Why did you find it interesting? I found it interesting interesting because this is the first time that the NFL has had to deal with this. So I wonder, you know, how this is going to work because they're going to have to get tested again. Those players are on the COVID list, so they're out for the two weeks. And I don't think it was that significant right now because I didn't recognize one name on the list of Titans that yeah, I didn't you know, either players. So like I just wonder when, you know, if that were Derrick Henry or Ryan Tannehill or AJ Brown or whatever, like like a significant name on one of these rosters that gets on the uh, that, that pops up as like a positive test. So I, I guess my the reason I'm bringing it up is because it's the first time it's happened, and I'm curious to see where it goes by like Saturday when they have to get tested, or Friday when they have to get tested again before they can report back. So it's the first we've seen this happen. After yeah, like pretty... hopefully it doesn't continue to spread. I mean, that'll totally suck if we start having to cancel football games. Right, and, and I guess and, and another reason why is because like for through three weeks we haven't really we've kind of not forgotten about you know COVID because obviously. How could we? But those football Sundays have not been any different for me. It's been glorious. It's been great. So glorious. like when I, when I hear, when I read that headline on Monday, I was like, 
is this is this how this starts? Is this how this is going to begin? And I was like thinking, oh man, there's going to be at least one player on the Vikings that's positive, and apparently there wasn't. So I guess you know they dodged the bullet there, but you know, just interesting. Just and interesting now they literally can't practice for a week, and they're going to have to right. play Tuesday. So even if they and and again, like most of the stuff they do during the week is walk through stuff. It's not they're not really having any. You know, the NFL kind of got rid of all the contact they can have in practice few years ago because of like concussion stuff um so i don't think it's that significant i mean they can still watch film at their on their own time i mean they don't have to be in a group to do all that stuff i'm sure they can facilitate all that from their homes but it's just interesting because it's the first case that the nfl has had to deal with and i'm sure it won't be the last so no but i i I think um i think they'll be all right I don't think it's going to like derail the season. Or no, anything. no, I, I don't think so either. I mean, because it seems like the Titans were the only team affected because they just played the Vikings, and you would think that something would pop up with the Vikings, and it, and it didn't, at least up until now. So, you know, thankfully nothing crazy happened, and you just wonder, like, if this pops up, maybe, like, there's one week when there's two teams that have positive cases. And how does that happen? Because that, that, that conflicts with all the scheduling because we know it's – it's it's kind of a tight window to res- it's not like basketball and baseball games like rescheduling yeah. these games so it's you it's can't just... jam in a doubleheader no no exactly they so just need that'd to be pretty keep... ridiculous to see you just need to keep trucking if someone tests positive you're done for uh, a couple weeks or until you get a negative test yeah and someone's right. gonna replace you and then they have a covid the year of the reason. practice squad Right, and you would wait your two weeks, and that's that. And then these teams just better hope that no one significant gets on. I mean, and these guys the are list. getting paid a dick ton of money. So, I mean, they're, they're, I'm sure they're taking the necessary measures they need to take to. Yeah. It seems like so far they have, it seems like so far that they've been doing that. So, you know, one scare, I'm sure it won't be the last time we hear about this, but it was, I thought it was worth, worth discussing and and bring. I'll lose my fucking mind if they fucking start canceling games. (laughs) I mean, you're already almost out of sports. If we lose football. I will, dude, I will be in the streets protesting. Yeah, agree. I'm not even kidding. Like, I, I will fucking just say, nope, I'm done. I've had it. Fuck this virus. I'm joining, like, the psycho, insane people who are... What do you call them, like boys? The vi- you join like- the Proud Boys? Is that I'll what you're saying? No, no. The, boys. the virus boys. Proud, the proud boys, boys just hate black people. The vi- oh, virus boys. I don't want to do that. Just- <laughs> I was going to say, Jared, you sure you want to join the Proud Boys? No. Uh, <laughs> viewers and listeners, that's not what I thought the Proud Boys were. <laughs> A little rewind, oh, man. A real right. rewind sound. But on that topic, um, okay, there was the Red Sox did their like end of season interview, like press conference the other day. They said the average baseball team showed a loss of a hundred million dollars uh, this year with like the change in season. Yeah, so they should fucking in- have like why can't they do like you guys saw like Dallas and Kansas City? Why the fuck can't every team just do that? They're going to do for the playoffs. So starting in the CS and World Series, they're going to do no. I'm 11, sorry for thousand. They, I think they'll get there eventually. Denver did like three thousand fans last week. It's the, it's the liberal, scared governors who don't want any liability. Yeah, like KC had twenty thousand. Dallas had twenty thousand. I remember like, like the last last those stadiums made... are meant to hold like fucking. Right. Dallas's stadium can hold a hundred thousand people. Yeah. Why can the fuck can't two no out of problem. ten people be there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh and, and even like it, it was actually hysterical last night, last week's um Thursday night football matchup, Miami and um Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah, it, like yeah. like just you know, like the the epitome of 
fuck it. We're just going to put people in the stands. It was just like, you know, it was like the COVID bowl almost, but you know, to, to their credit, like th- those teams have been fine. And, and, and the, I haven't heard any blowback from having fans in the stands yet. So I agree with you, Ty, it, as, as long as there's like a, like early on, I get not, not like I get being hesitant about having people in there, but these are massive stadiums. But it's like, you can just massive have when people buy tickets, just have them sign a liability thing yeah. that says you yes. can't sue me if you get right. COVID here. And if they do, I'm sure they're fuck. doing that. I mean, oh, I'm sure like you're choosing to go to this game. We'll happily take your money, but it's your choice. And again, like you said, two out of ten people in, in, in Jerry World, you can easily have that and have, have, have several out of ten people. You, have, you can have so many seats in between each, each person and still have people at those games and still bring in some income. You know, maybe you know, after the election, stadiums. these things change. That's what some people think. Yeah, yeah Joe I mean, will shut it all down. It. Joe will probably cancel football. Yeah, I think it's the opposite. I, I will drive to Delaware take the formaldehyde drip out of Joe's <laughs> arm and kill him. If he cancels uh, the, the Broncos season. I don't even care about the Broncos. At this point, but <laughs> just, just the other, the other 31 teams. Somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Did <laughs> uh, I, I tell you I got my dad a, a shirt that had Biden's face on it that said, I'm Joe Biden, and I forgot this message. <laughs> <laughs> was he upset, or did he love it? I think he was a little upset. <laughs> um, all right, what was next on the list? Trump's yeah, taxes. Trump's taxes. Ooh, Mo. baby, Mo. Mo, get in Give there. Give me it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your little here I come. Bo can't wait to talk about this topic. Oh, yeah. taxes. I mean, it is pretty wild, but go for it, Mo. Introduce yeah, it. So I, I don't remember all of the numbers, but pretty much the um, Give the us the important the number that we all know. Yeah. The, the gist of the taxes was Trump made, I think it was $450 million um, for a couple of years, like 2016 and 2017 or something around that. And he paid a whopping $750 in federal income tax in both of those years. I thought you lost that much money. No, his his earnings, not offset by his loss. His earnings were four hundred something million dollars. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So, in ten of the fifteen, the last year, he has paid zero federal income tax, and in twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen, he's paid seven hundred and fifty dollars in federal income tax. So, what do you guys think about that? Well, so I, I need to just want to get this straight. Everyone, like all the these attorney, like attorney CPAs, blah blah blah, come out and said, like, yeah, technically this is like by the book. I mean, Trump even said that he he lost lost all this money. So he even like threw it out at Biden. So so there there's tax tax loops. So depreciation is a write off. So when you have massive like capital expenditures, like his properties that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars, like the hotels and the resorts and all that, yeah, golf courses. There's a specific schedule. Like my house in in Newport has a 27 year depreciation schedule. So I can write off one 27th of the cost of my house every year as an expense, even though that's not a real expense. So they have that. And then like tax credits and other shit that are not real losses, that kind of cook the books to make it so you pay taxes on less of your income. right. So, are you mad at Trump for this? I am not. I'm not mad at Trump. 
Okay. All right. Then we're going to agree because I, yeah, I think it shines yeah. a light on what gets your dick hard, which is corporate greed, right? I mean, that's kind of crazy. I mean, if he's losing money, I guess, in theory, I, it's like, but to your point, you know, I, I'm sure there's some workarounds that are being done. Um, and if there are workarounds being done, like, I, I just don't know why we don't make it harder to stop those loopholes. Well, even Trump mentioned this in, you know, when the question was inevitably brought up to him, he was like, Hey, I was just, and he was, you know, pretty open about it. It's like, yeah, I was just using the tax code that you, and he points it by that you got, you and Obama allowed. (laughs) I was a good, all right. Okay. Like, you know, I'm just using the system that's in place. Cause you ask any American and you point blank say, would you pay more in taxes than you had to? Of course. Would answer yes. No, it's oh, the oh. goal of every American deep down, hopefully, to pay less taxes. Oh, all right. like, yeah, it, I, it's I just an American. Yes. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. No, I, I get it. I mean, you have to know the tax code. I mean, I think any. We any started business... the Boston fucking Tea Party over a tax. Right. Like, no yes, one wants did. to pay taxes. No, so. taxes blow. And, and I think it's just the, the uproar about it is it's amazing it's that somebody. That Trump, though. Oh no, it is. It, you're right, it, and I'm saying the the it's amazing that somebody who makes that much money, who's also lost a shitload of money in in a lot of his business, um, you know, ventures, can pay the equivalent of what I pay in student loans over like like two and a half months. Like it, it, it's just in taxes. Like it, it's it's tough to grasp, but if you like like you guys like you both said it. And you sit down and look at it. If you really feel like looking at it, if you're like a CPA and you get off in this shit, it, nothing he did was like illegal. Like it's right. not like he it's was like If I wanted to pay dodging. an accountant a t- shit ton of money, I'm sure oh. I could get more back in my tax return. Absolutely. Than I do. Absolutely. Because like, do I, I do I that? Imagine, no. No. I mean, and I would imagine the tax code is, is like reading hieroglyphics to some people including myself. Like it, there's so many different ways that you can save money, but people just don't know about it. So, and I, but I, I would, I would turn this story totally around and just say, I honestly think this is just like a fucking media hit piece. Like it's true. It's not a lie, but it's just like the way they're trying to frame it as if, you know, Trump's this awful person for, right. they're making it seem like he's purposely not paying more in taxes, which then he should. Right. Yeah. I mean, I get it's, and it's I like, guess it, he it should would, pay it's a, more. It's a great. But- it's a great talking point for Biden, but it's like, come on. Like, this is now the second story about this guy. Both are true. Both are damning. But it's like, how many of these fucking bombshell quote-unquote stories are going to come out at the fucking 11th hour? It's like, dude, just like, get in line. It's just, <laughs> the, the media is just trying everything they possibly can to take this guy down. Everything. I, I agree with a lot of that. I think there's a couple of sentiments. I feel like this can stick a little bit. I think Trump made this a bigger situation than it needed to be because he refused to show his taxes up until now, right? Which, which, has, been, yeah. which has been which has been status lying. quo for presidents for a long time. Yeah, Biden just released his. Yeah. Kamala Harris just released theirs. Like there's sketchy shit on so, there too. Joe Biden Nixon, made nine million dollars three years ago. Like, why did that happen, right? <laughs> but um, so so I think that like helped feed into the narrative, but. I think the narrative should be middle-class America. You guys think this guy's for you. You pay more in taxes than he does into the federal government. Right. right? He, he's it, in it, power now to change some of the laws he knows are corrupt and doesn't. 
And, and what did he what, do? He gave himself even bigger tax breaks right. immediately with the tax right. legislation he passed. Mm -hmm. But so I haven't I think, seen a single article that's said it that way. Well, because it's and the Democratic Party won't. that yeah, also put that tax code into place. Like, they're just as much part of it. They're just not smart enough to, you know what I mean? Like, every every story I see on, uh, on the news app is just talking about how terrible of a person he is. And that's why he's... You know, we should be so upset that he pays so little in taxes. It's like, yeah, no, man, you I, should be upset because of what you just laid out. Yeah, it, it's just absolutely disgusting to me that the only people in America who pay their fair share of taxes are W-2 working employees. Yeah, Corporations pay nothing. Millionaires pay nothing. Billionaires pay nothing. How is that fair that we're responsible for all of this and this tax money that lines the pockets of defense contractors, the Raytheons of the world, Wall Street, banks, all these the airlines, all this money goes to them. Like, what are we actually getting for our taxes? Nothing, dude. From the federal government, like Not as some, much as we should. Some yeah. shitty infrastructure, maybe some assistance to under like underfunded schools. It's just like it's we the billionaires that own so much wealth and these corporations that own so much wealth don't pay their fair share yeah. to me. So yep. yeah, it, it's not that Trump, it, it's not about, you know, the um, Trump paying, you know, finding ways to get around the taxes and paying that much is that that shouldn't even be a possibility. Yep. Someone like him should not be able to pay that little in taxes. Yeah. And, and, even and if I'm the not, system's in place. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not one of those people so. who says like, Hey, you should tell tax wealth at a higher rate. Like, is it that radical to say everybody pay their fair share? Right? Like if right. we pay, pay I think our tax think rates are what, like 25 to 30%. I don't know, something yeah. like that. Like, yep. is, is, it, is it not fair to say businesses should also pay 25% and billionaires and millionaires should also pay 25%? Yeah. Right? On, on the business side, I think there should be a little leniency because, again, I, I think the idea is trickle down economics. And I, I do believe in that to an extent. But like we've talked about, you know, like, you know, you love to mention Jared. I mean, there is corporate greed and they don't always trickle the economics down. No, so so those, yep. those economics get lost in the cracks at times. Yeah. As but, they yeah. make their way down. You know, I have, certainly have agree ever... that it, it, it sh we shouldn't allow, you know what I mean? If it is indeed that he went through a ton of loopholes, you know what I mean? In the, in the tax system, then we need to, fucking close those loopholes i you know that seems like a pretty straightforward thing to me so i'm sure it's more complex but well there's no party wants to do it because they're both bought by companies and billionaires that are their biggest donors and this benefits them i know but right? when are they going to say well i don't care never because they're the reason these guys stay because only only it's... like fucking bernie would be able to do that and he's too fucking loony for anyone to yeah, but that's why I don't, think, I don't think anything's going to change. Like, right. Both sides are totally bought, and 100% their campaigns are paid for by corporations, millionaires, and billionaires. So that's why these things are the way they are. Yeah. So but, when, you, when you guys mentioned uh, trickle-down economics, it made me think of, you know, back in like the early 1930s when Hoover was still in power before FDR took over. Always going yeah. back in time with Adam. No, I'm just saying, like, just because we're talking about trickle-down, it just made me think of this. When the Great Depression hit in 1929, Hoover was still in power until 1932 and his way to get out or his proposed way to get out was trickle down economics. And again, the idea was that we give money to those big corporations and hope and, and the idea is the money would eventually make it to the people. Well, the money didn't make it to the people and things Never got worse. Has, dog. Never so has. FDR came in and literally said, okay, how about, 
you know, I don't think it was called trickle up, but it was pretty much that's how it is. We're gonna get, we're gonna inject the people that need it immediately, and then hopefully it makes its way back up, and it kind of did. And he was kind there of saying there by just World needs War to II. be some sort of um, what do we call this? We, we have them in. It's basically like an agreement, like an like a kind of like a legal agreement to say, hey, you're getting this tax break, which comes with these requirements. Yeah. You know, uh, the however you want to break down those requirements in terms of uh, diversity, uh, number of people hired, uh, benefits, et cetera. Like, you know what I mean? You know, they, why can't there be some sort of stipulation around tax breaks given? Yeah. So, so have, I, I have you guess guys it's, ever... maybe it's hard to regulate, but. Have you guys ever heard of like the crazy amount of uh, cash that Apple's been hoarding for like the last 10 years? No. So their current cash hoard, this is April. Um, this is the last article I just found. $192.8 billion in cash in offshore bank accounts. So that's not like stock wealth. That's not in like assets. That's literally in money sitting there from all of the profit that they've done nothing with, but keep it a bank account offshore Probably so they don't pay taxes on sitting it. it in, sitting in some bank in like the fucking Bahamas or yep. Bermuda or somewhere. 192 billion. <laughs> that's like a nice little uh, so rainy day money. fund. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. That should be criminal, but it's not. Do we have yeah. any most thoughts? A couple most thoughts. Um, so I'll give you guys a dating update. Ooh. So been in a little bit of a rut but I'll, i got some uh at least slightly entertaining shadow stories. band again no shadow band no, not, <laughs> not that kind of right um so i've been inconsistent about like being on the app and like matching and starting conversations and keeping conversations going but i had two conversations going one with this white girl named cat and one with this asian girl um which actually i forgot her name but uh so the asian girl I thought she was pretty cute in like a, I like cute Asian type of way, like a little petite, little bum, like, like, all right, she could be fun talking to her, like put her in your pocket, put her in my pocket, <laughs> find out she works at a donut shop. So I was like, strike all right, one. like not really strike one. I'm like, Hey, I'll hang out. Could have fun. Who knows what may happen. You would right? fucking marry a woman that works in a fucking donut Dude, shop uh, those words those words did not come out of my mouth i did not say marry um so I, i'm i hit her up tuesday saying like hey what are you doing thursday like we should get together for a drink you just wanted the donut, she, donut hookup no i want the asian hookup it's <laughs> the wop hookup so I was like, hey, we should meet up for a drink. So she texted me back yesterday, yesterday morning, saying, uh, sorry, I'm allergic to alcohol. I can't drink. So now Next. this Asian chick Yeah, so now this Asian chick's got two strikes. She works at a donut shop and she can't drink. I'd say that's three so, strikes. I was gonna say, yeah. yeah, get get her the fuck. She popped so, up so, in the out in the outfield. She's out. So I haven't replied to that message and I do not plan on continuing to try and hang with her tomorrow. I would not. Um yeah. And then the, the other girl asked me to hang this week. I was like, Hey, what are you going to meet? And I was like, yeah, what do you think about Thursday? So I was like, two seats planted. And then she hasn't responded yet. So in a little bit of a rut, we're trying to line up the next date, but I just got to be more consistent. You got to keep that same energy, that same energy you had whenever we were talking about that first, you, you were just fucking going 
ham. I know, but it, dude, it's overwhelming, man. Like, oh, I, I can only imagine. I would, uh, once uh, the oh, stallion's out of the barn, you can't put it back in. Not You're even that. Just ride. Like, long dude, day of work. You're in the prime of your life. I know, and that's why I got to get. You're gonna wait till you're too fucking ugly. It's gonna be all downhill from here. You got to strike while the iron's hot. Not not that it's an excuse at all, but like where I've been, where I've been bad is like if I'm busy for like the weekend. Like we were camping last weekend, and I was in Rhode Island before that. That I was like, all right, I didn't check my fucking dating app for four days, and like, all right, there goes four conversations that kind of died on the vine. So I just got to be consistent with like not letting that happen. Any good camping stories? Um, did you sleep in that hammock, Adam? Did I sleep in the hammock? No, I, I think the I was in there like though. twice and I was <laughs> afraid it was going to collapse like on me. dream. That's the cocoon. It was awesome. It was the closest thing to a life. cocoon that Jared's ever been in. I mean, how comfortable was it, dude? It was very comfortable. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, wow. I was, I was worried it was going to fall, you know, I was going to fall through it, but I got over that, you know, towards the end. Who won? It was um, me, Adam, Emma, one of Adam's co-teachers, and then, like, some of her friends. So it was, like, her sister, you, her boyfriend, like, a few other people. Well, a co-worker. I don't, like, co-teach with her. Just, like, a co-worker. That's what I meant. Same shit. Oh, okay. All right. Did you I get hammered, Adam? No. You know, honestly, no. I, 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 I That's kind of a ballsy move. Unless you're yeah, really but she, she's, she's yeah, our she age. Pray. Yeah. I don't think she, she would be offended by you being hammered. You don't know if she would or she would. I don't think she would be offended. Oh by no, 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 no! Trust no. me, she no. She, she's. I, I've, I've gotten to know her over the last year. Like she's, she's part of like our little like beer group, and and she's a lot of fun. Like she, she likes to have a good time, and and she's all in for like, just like drinking and stuff. But honestly, I, I didn't really get drunk at all the entire weekend. But I, I got to a point where I was comfortable and I, I felt good. But, yeah. Um, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we did actually. <laughs> I was just, expecting just, no. just a little bit. No, no, we did. It was, um, yeah. Cause so, so the, I guess the only story is like that, that first full day we were there. Um, we went on a hiking, like, just like there was, it, like, it was trails. the same hike that you and Hashem did do that. Like long trail. Oh, you yes. guys were at Berlin game. Yeah, yes. We were at yeah. Berlin okay. game. So we went on that same hike that you guys yeah. went on it and we, and we took them like, I don't know, probably like half an hour before we started the hike and we get on the trail and I didn't feel anything until like about 15 minutes in, but I was feeling it in the middle of the, of the trail. And I was like hyper-focused on like the music that was playing. Paid, <laughs> yeah. uh, Cause I, our, our, you know, my coworker brought her backpack and she had the music playing the music. So I, f- I felt like I had headphones on and I was in my own world and I was just walking and I, I could, I was not really taking in the scenery. Like I definitely felt it more than I thought I was going to, but it wasn't like anything that we've done before in the past. Yeah, we, we just we just did now. a couple caps. We're like, all right, let's try like a small dose and just like kind of not was go crazy. It was, it was plenty. Yeah, for... it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean it, it was, was pretty like... sweet. It was beautiful. Dude. It, was like, it, was it was like great. 70 and sunny. Yeah. Oof. Like the last yeah. night we stayed Ooh, there was a little toastier, but like the first night was like perfect temperature, like a little chilly, but enough for a sleeping bag. It was it was nice. nice. Yeah. We And we, we ate hot dogs for every meal because oh, uh, Adam, Adam brought... 16 burgers, 30 hot dogs, and four Italian sausages, but nobody brought a grill. No. <laughs> but we still ate How'd the hot dogs. Ma- How did you do the hot dogs? dogs. Um, we put them on like skewers and shit and just toasted them yeah, over the fire. Yeah, we cooked them over the fire. Well, it was like super couldn't old you have school. done that with like a, a sausage or something? Well, yeah. I, I don't I, know if you I could have cooked up, a sausage through doing it that way. It, it would have no. taken a long time. I mean, I, I think you could do it. I vomit, but... dude. I just completely lost my appetite. 
I mean, the hot, hot dogs. dogs we had like the chili were, dogs. Dude. I didn't want to look at another hot dog by the end of no, the weekend. No, I haven't. I haven't thought about hot dogs until now. So I'm over. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the chili dogs were good. That girl made like a pot of chili. That was good. So we made yeah. chili dogs one night. It was. Uh, it was fun. Had a good time. Good deal. Well, I. I uh, thought this was a good, fair, unbiased recap. So we'll see what the listeners have to say on Twitter. I'm sure they'll be. They'll be after us. But I thought we did a good job. Agreed. I can't. Thanks, Commission. I, I can't fathom having to sit through that again. So the debate. I'm not sure if there's going to be a. I, I don't. I don't think I'll watch the next one. <laughs> if it's the same, I'll turn it on. If it's the same, yeah, way, I'm fucking turning it off. I'll, I'll, least, I'll watch the Hill recap. I'll at least start it, and then we'll see how far I get. Yep. All right. Sign us off. I love you guys.